Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and life coach David Bartke here. Except that uh, David can't make it this week. Unfortunately, his dog has died today. Very sad day for the Bartke family. But the good news is that we have a blast from the past. Joel Elston is back. Joel, it's great to have you back on the show. It's great to hear your voice, Walt. It really is. It's great to hear yours. How you been? Life has been, as you know, we keep up with each other via Facebook, and things have been amazing. Uh, my, uh, for those that may have been listening back when I was doing this show, I was really just getting a foster care child in uh, to my home, and uh, on, let's see, December 7th, we're having an adoption finalization date. Whoa. Yes. And, and what exactly does that mean now? Because how, how much has your family expanded? Well, it, it, it's expand, it'll be expanding by one. Uh, he, uh, uh, he came in as a foster care child, and uh, we, we went through the entire process. And while this has been our overall uh, uh, direction since we did this, it, it, you, know, you, you go through quite a bit of an investigation and make sure it's working and, and he's settling in well. And so we finally got final approval. Uh, and on the 7th of December, he will officially be an Elston, just like any yeah. biological child they may have. Yes. Well, that's just great news. It, it, it's been yeah. an amazing, what is it, six, seven months for you since that whole process started. And it, it just actually a whirlwind. Yeah, oh, sorry, really go ahead. it was. It, it was a little, it's been a little over a year, actually, believe it or not. He, well, that's true. He, yeah. Yeah. Dating back yeah, to when came you first connected with them. Yeah. Right, right. He came into my home in October of last year, uh, and uh, really we've been about a, a year and a month. And, and, and in the world of adoption, that's a pretty quick process, believe it or not. Okay, I'm not sure I would have called it quick, but hey, that works for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, some people consider, you know, sometimes adoptions can take two or three years, as, as sad as that may be. Uh, oh, I see. But, okay. but not, nonetheless, but it's, it's just been an exciting time getting, uh, watching him grow and change and, and me having to uh, really return to be a parent as well. Uh, I've had to learn a lot as well. and, and uh, I'm sure. Learned a, do a lot of things I had forgotten that you had to do, but we've, we've managed and my, my use of the law of attraction in my daily life continues. Uh, my private practice is going uh, j- just at an amazing, you know, an amazing pace. I have, uh, I'm actually really, I'm working on three other books at the same time, but uh, one that's Whoa. been moved to the forefront is uh, uh, the law of action. It's a book that I'm writing that will be out in February of 2018. Fantastic. And, and if I remember correctly, uh, one of the reasons you had to leave the show, which I was very sad about, was because of your practice, because you have a brand new gig. How has it been working out? Well, ironically, uh, when I left the show, I had, at the time I had a, a, a brand new foster child and I also took over a COO uh, of a company, of an addiction treatment center that uh, is specializes in dealing with people with the opiate addiction. And I actually, after a, about a month ago, decided uh, my pri- – and I never gave up my private practice. So uh, I actually stepped away from being COO to devote myself back to my private practice full-time. I'm no still kidding. an investor in the company. Uh, but I wasn't able to – as you and I have often talked, I, I, my passion 
is about the law of attraction and how it applies and applying it to addiction. And I, I, I attempted again to implement that into a treatment center, but a lot of times people coming off of uh, heroin addiction and stuff, they're not really quite ready for that step. And it was hard to implement. And I also had forgotten, I just not really a big fan of minutia and paperwork and uh, yeah. managing people and being in private practice is a joyous thing. So I, mm-hmm. I stepped away from that and I'm, I'm back okay. full blast in my private practice. Which I imagine just took right off again. It's not like you weren't in demand. It, it, it was, it, it, again, without sounding too arrogant, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but it was, uh, <laughs> I, I decided, I, I met with my, uh, one of my, my, my team at the, at the facility and I said, look, I just need to step away and I can do it gradually or I can do it abruptly. And, and they said, well, you know, whatever you want to do, we're good. And I said, well, let me give, take about a week off and then I'll get back in my private practice and step away over that weekend. I ended up having a full slate the following week anyway. I never got my week off. Uh, so it, 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 didn't even, it didn't even slow down. Wow. Talk about transition. Yeah. And so it, it, it's like it, it never left. And, and, and plus what I love about the uh, – and, and I, I love what I do no matter where I'm doing it. But the, the idea that I, when I'm in private practice, I can set my own schedule. I, I, I'm not uh, having to deal with – the the stuff that is important when you're you're managing a, a a large medical company, but a lot of that stuff is absolutely the opposite of what I want to be doing with my day. Mm, uh, you know, yeah, just filling yeah. out forms and paperwork and and getting pre-authorizations for insurance and making sure insurance companies are paying. And I'm like, wow, I I I I don't want to ever. Ha-. And my decision was actually made, Walt. You and I talked about this a long time ago. I, in, instead of it getting out of hand that Thursday before that Friday that I decided I wanted to step away uh, for the first time since I started, I did not, I, I didn't want to go to work. I was like, Oh, I don't want to be. Wow. That's and unusual I, I, for I said, you too. That's not me. Yeah. And I said, absolutely not, not doing that. And so I gave it one more day and, and I did not let it linger. I decided <laughs> well, I will not do that again. So. <laughs> that's healthy. I believe. Well, it, it, so that, you know, a lot of people may argue with it. I'm, I'm not, you know, they're yeah. saying we probably should have stood it out, but or fought it out, or but I, I, I main, remain very good friends with uh, everyone there. We, in fact, they refer several people to me. Uh, we have an wow. ongoing. Uh, I refer back, so it's working well. Uh, and, and plus, it gave me a bunch of new connections that I really find valuable. So it's, it's, it's a win-win for everybody at this point. Yeah, that never goes away. Having good connections when you have those, it's it's everything. So something Absolutely. else has happened too. Since since you left the show, of course, David came on, and David uh, has been coming along really nicely. He's really starting to open up lately. I mean, it's been really good. But the old dream that you and I had about doing uh, drive time radio has yes. been sticking with me. It's been it, it's just like been in my cross, so to speak. And oh. recently, I said, you know, somehow we got to get phone calls on here. We want to get listeners calling because, again, something else you and I had talked about. And David was in agreement about that. So I started shopping around and I, I checked out Blog Talk Radio, which I looked at before. And in the process of doing it, realized they had a, a little free system that you could use where you could do a half hour show. Well, obviously, I have an hour show that doesn't quite work. But I reasoned, why not try to do a half hour of phone calls and then the rest of the show, you know, like normal. So, OK, let's give it a try. So we tried it. 
And uh, it, it actually doesn't work really nicely. There's too much editing you have to do. But at least we tried it. And in the course of trying it, I got really, really hungry for the idea of doing full radio. So I asked David, do you want to do like a, a you know, once a day show? He said, well, I can't really do that. I said, okay, I understand. Uh, we'll still do the, the weekly show together, but I'm going to try to reach out. So I went to a website I found where uh, there are a bunch of uh, LOA coaches and placed uh, some email contacts to about 10 or 11 of them earlier today. I've had three responses so far, one of whom I've already interviewed. One turned me down, a third one I'm going to interview tomorrow. And the one I spoke to today, her name is Wendy. Is, she has a great radio voice and I, I think would be a really dynamic pair. So we're actually looking at trying to do daily shows of the oh, podcast. Wow. Can you imagine? That is amazing. Well, I'm so excited <laughs> for that concept. It, it, it's one of the things that I've, I, 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 on some level, I still would love to see happen and, and, you know, minimally see you do it at some point and, and you know, be your fill in guy or whatever it would oh, be. Oh, I'd love to have you as a fill in yeah. guy. I was yeah. going to even ask you that off the air, but if you're bringing it up on there, Hey, Joel, you know, if you want to be the fill in guy, I'd love to have you. <laughs> that would be wonderful because I, I, I still don't, I, I still envision a over the air, you know, sort maybe a, a serious series XM kind of uh, uh, drive time, people calling in on their way to work kind of thing. I, I still see that as being uh, just something that would be is so needed. And you know how passionate, uh, well, you and I both are about the law of attraction and the effects that it oh, has. Yeah. Uh, no one that, that, you know, I continue to use it in my private practice in a way that uh, if, if we could ever take that mainstream, it would just be amazing, I believe. One of the things that I've been realizing, too, that's really important with this kind of a show, because I, I, I don't know about you. I, I've actually checked out some of the, I guess we'll call it the competition, the other people who do podcasts on the law of attraction. And the one thing that is missing is, I don't want to call it energy, um, entertainment, let's call it that. It's not as entertaining. And I think entertainment has a lot to do with what you and I used to do. We used to tell stories a lot. Um, right. But more than that, it's also about making it fun. There's no fun yes. radio, you know. Well, it, I, I've tried to listen uh, uh, to a couple like you, like you've said before, and there's some quality people with some really good ideas out there. I really respect people that are doing this. Absolutely. However, the delivery often is very mundane, very oh, oh, and, and not not with delivered often with passion. And I love stories, and I love you and I would end the show at times. And especially when we were doing them in the evening, uh, I'd be like, whoo, you know, it's almost like yeah, I won't I be able to go to sleep tonight. Listen, that was, <laughs> you, you know, you, you feel like we just won the Super Bowl or something after some of the yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly the way it feels. Well, that's what I'm aiming for here. And in fact, we, uh, David actually came up with a great idea that we've incorporated. We talk about what our wins for the week are. That's how we start off the show normally now. And so that, I figure, okay, there's a segment and I'm also trying to explore other kinds of, you know, positive news type segments and, and positive entertainment and so forth. And, and just, I, I haven't figured it all out yet. And I'm sure my co-hosts are going to help me figure it out too. That's part of, you know, the collaborative process. But the goal here is just to turn it into something that goes far beyond a law of attraction show. It becomes more mainstream in the sense that it is about entertaining the audience. And, and as you and I both know, the, the radio shows that do well out there, they may entertain, but they're so negative. But by, by the time you're done, you feel like crap. It's terrible. 
<laughs> oh, the, the what they what they bring about is a uh, uh, a lot of it is sort of based on the 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 twenty four hour news cycle that we have. Yes. What sells is negative, and yes. Uh, but the cost of that is so demeaning to the brain and to the body and and what what you're inviting into your life and that is programming that's what you're programming your brain and when you whether it's a a a shock talk radio talking vile disgusting things or it's a a extreme white right wing or or left winger that are are spewing hate that's stuff you you pick up on and that's where that's what your reality comes uh one of the Mm -hmm. one of the things I continue to do, I don't know how long this has been, Walt, but we, we've been talking about this for a long time, is is turning off the news. And I, I encourage yes. everybody that I come in contact with frequently to, to you know turn off the news, quit watching it. And it's it's you'll be shocked at the number of people that say, well, I, I don't know if I can do that. It's they they feel they're somehow have to watch it. And I, I don't understand that, but it's <laughs> it really it, it, it is a it is one of the things you could do so that when you when you allow when you voluntarily allow that either through the radio through your computer or through your tv that is programming the back of your brain so to speak it, it is really uh, affecting this i i don't watch horror movies for that reason i it, yes. not that i i'm really believe a slasher it logically it doesn't affect me but it certainly has a subconscious effect on the brain it, it definitely does, and it has an effect on the listener's brain because that's yes. who we're we're doing the shows for, you know. Um, Absolutely. And 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 what we're doing, we're trying to put a positive effect on the listener's brain, and it's working, Joel. Because oh, I mean, right. we've had we've had good listeners, of course, through PRN for quite some time now. Um, in fact, I I got some numbers, Joel. We're, we're still averaging about 500 downloads a week. Um, still roughly 50, 60 downloads or 50, 60 live listeners per uh, per show. So it's holding true to about what we were at when you were doing it with me. Um, but you'll remember last fall, I ended up getting us onto iTunes so people could subscribe there. And just a few weeks ago, I got us on to Google Play. So now we're on both kinds of smartphones. Um, and that combined with the fact that we've been promoting uh, each show, I tell people sign up, you know, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, go to LOAToday.net and uh, sign up there so you can you know, not miss any episodes. And they've been doing it. Um, when you and I were doing it, we, we weren't really pushing that aspect of it as much. And so, right. you know, we were getting, you know, probably 20, 10 to 20 people listening to a podcast over the you know course of time and so forth for a month. I think, like April was your last month. And I think for April, we've got somewhere on the order of four or 500 listeners, four, four or 500 downloads for the month. Would you believe that in October we had 1500 downloads in November? We're on pace for currently on pace for about 2200 and at the rate of increase, it could be as high as 2900 downloads. Wow. It's just, that is off. awesome. Oh, Wow. I mean, I've grabbed it. It's a straight up graph. (laughs) I I, I had no doubt. I had no doubt. This is, this is such a, a, you know, just, it makes my heart swell for, of of excitement, full of excitement and and joy that this is, uh, uh, we're reaching the people because you, you and I, we go back a long time in, in, you know, how we ran across this several years ago. Right. Uh, and I mean, it's been, I don't know, five or six years before we had our first interview. Uh, and I just so find it. Would you, uh, would you like to know it was December, 2012. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. And, and that, that's, that, that's, uh, and, and to see this, this grow, I've never doubted it. And I, I know this concept is the answer. And I've, 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 Every day, I still, I, I, I still do. I study it. I, I look at all the different views of it, and and implemented my life, and have really gotten to a point where it, it's such a, a a blessing in my life. I share it with about everybody I run across, and it's. Uh, I'm sure some people run when they see me coming at this point, but uh, <laughs> you know that, that there are some people. Okay, we've heard that already. Uh, well, actually, it, not it, true. We, we we've had a couple calls so far, and one of them told us that uh, he'd been listening since before. David come on board. So that was when you were around. So they are at all oh, running. Wow. That's good. Okay. Well, that's, that's a beautiful thing. So uh, yeah. that, that, that's just great news that this is going so well. I'm glad David's there. And I would love to see that daily thing take off. That would just be the closer and closer to that ultimate goal. And, and your phone's going to ring. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call on you. It's going to be a fixed time, I'm afraid, but you're, you're going to get called and, and Joel, you're going to have to come on at some point. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I can. We probably at a point. If you're going to do it every day, I could. You know, I could probably do it once a week if you want to do that. Be one of the days. Really? So yeah, yeah. Shoot, let's close the deal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's do that. I'm. I'd be really glad. glad. I wish I could give you more, but I, I, I once a, once a day would once a week. I could certainly do that. Oh, I'd love That's, to have you for once a week because we had so much fun yeah. when we were doing it before. I just want to get that back. That was just great. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, this is great news. Yeah, this, this, I'm, I'm so glad you emailed me today because I was like, uh, yeah, that, that's great. I have a free evening tonight. That's worked out really nicely. It's amazing how this stuff works out. David has a rough day, and, and condolences obviously go out to him because of uh, the death of his dog, who's quite oh, elderly. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's always rough when you go through something like that. But look how such a sad event turns into something great. It's wonderful. Well, and that, so, that's sort of how you have to use life that way. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that, that, and I've, uh, my thoughts are with David as well. And I, I, I know that he'll, he'll eventually find the joy that, uh, his pet brought to his life. And that, that's where we, that's where you and I tend to focus. So I'm sure. David Absolutely. Is, and he does too. Dave, David is really good at that kind of focus. So I'm sure he won't be, you know, hanging down the dumps very long. He'll, he'll find the silver lining and he'll be moving on pretty quick, but still it's a awesome. tough day for him. Yes, absolutely. Um, now, what we've been doing, Joel, we, back when you and I were doing it, we were going through books one chapter at a time, and David and I are doing that also. We've been working our way through Ask and It Is Given by Abraham Hicks, and we're right. up to chapter 14. We've done 13 chapters so far. We're up to 14. Um, now, I've got a copy here. I know you don't, but uh, I'll read some pertinent passages. That's all we ever usually need to get going. Um, yeah. So this particular chapter is is entitled or subtitled some things you knew before you arrived. So this is kind of like that, that spooky wooey spiritual side of Abraham Hicks, but it's still interesting. And I'll be curious to see how much this matches up with your beliefs. I I know it matches mine, but I don't know if it matches yours. We'll find out. Okay. Excuse me. So let me start reading here. It says it is helpful to remember that you are creators who have come into this leading edge time space reality to experience the joy of directing source energy into the specifics of your physical life experience. And as you made the decision to come into this body, you knew that you were a creator and that the earth environment would inspire your given your specific creation. You also knew that whenever you asked, it would be given and you were thrilled at the prospect of being inspired to attain your own special desires, specific desires, excuse me, understanding that source would flow through you to achieve the completion of those desires. Now that's a very 
audacious beginning. Okay. It's declaring something about, okay, we knew what was going on according to this before we even got here. How does that match up with what you think? Absolutely. Completely. What I believe. 100%. I, I, I think it, and I don't, and, and personal belief, I, I, I don't think this is our first rodeo. I think it's been a few rodeos maybe. And for some of us, it might have been thousands of rodeos. So it, it uh, I, I really believe that we're pure energy. And when we're not here, we're in energy form. And then we, we choose to come back. And I also believe we choose the path that we are going to live. It, it, it would explain a lot to me. It, it's the only thing that really makes sense to me of why, uh, you know, if, if someone who, uh, I, I have a belief that if, if in a previous life, if you had this trouble or there's stuff you need to work on, I think you, you accept challenges that you, you come in the world to face. And uh, I think That's the point true. of them is to overcome what you have to deal with. So I don't know if that's well, how you that, believe. That's a that's... topic you and I talked about a lot, the idea of the dealing with the challenges and how challenges yeah. are what you, you make out of them. I, I, I just I keep remembering all those conversations we had. Yes, <laughs> yes. and, I, 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 and I, I think that, that that is something that, uh, you know, someone who uh, – it was explained to me by a friend who really believed this as well, and, and he had a son that – uh, was born very disabled and, and really never could open his eyes, could never talk. He was totally dependent on care his entire life and only lived probably wow. about 12 or 13 years. And, oh. and it was very difficult, yeah, very horrible. Mm. However, his belief was that in a previous life that uh, his son, his son's name was John, uh, that John was probably a very arrogant man that didn't ever, he never wanted anybody to take care of him. He never, he, you know, he, and he, he probably chose that path or something in that area that anybody hmm. that you choose what you face and have to go through to experience it. And, and it's in one of the Abraham books, either in the book or it's, it's in one of the, the podcasts I was listening to or YouTube things I was listening to. They asked uh, Abraham, if you're pure energy and you know everything already, why would you choose to come back in physical form? And the answer blew me away. Abraham's answer was, how do you know what chocolate tastes like? Yes. <laughs> you, 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 you have to come to physical form to experience emotion. When you're raw energy, there's no emotion. You know what's going to happen. There's no time. There's no dealing with stuff. Whereas energy you, you know, it, that's energy, but you come into the, the physical form and then you, you, you have to figure it all out. All that information is gone. It's sort of like you're given us, you're given this body with no script. You have no idea what to do with it. It's like, wow. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I've often told you, and we talk about this a lot when I was young, being brought up in a Southern Baptist home where I was told certain things that I just, even as a small child, I was like, wow, I just can't swallow that. That's just not right. Uh, yeah. And then when I heard the law of attraction, I instantaneously knew this is it. Yep. This is it right there. I, it, it, Very it, interesting. it resonated inside of me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it actually resonated with me very much the same way in the sense, particularly that it was the first time I heard something about, you know, speculating about what the other side is like, what, it, where we're coming from, how it all fits together. And it really did fit together. I can't say that about the other teachings that, that were presented to me. They didn't make any sense to me. They, they, there were no. too many things that, you know, they, they would project 
certain ideas about you know what God is and so forth, and then they would present other ideas that seemed to contradict what they were saying, and they didn't seem yeah. to notice the contradiction. <laughs> I'm thinking, right. wait a minute, this doesn't work, guys. <laughs> but I right. couldn't say it, you know. Well, yeah, but unfortunately at 12, I often did, and then the preacher said I was yeah. uh, Satan was somehow <laughs> in my body or something. But yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I very much uh, – I, I love what they're uh, – that feels right. Now, I don't know all the details. I don't know exactly how it works, so I'm not trying to go out on a limb and say definitely, but I do encourage people to think about it. I've, I've had experiences uh, – my dad took me to uh, – uh, overseas trips before where I, I thought I'd been there before. And, and even though I never had been there before, and it, it, I've had moments where I've, I've seen things and I've, I've, I've recalled things from that don't fit this timeline, so to speak. And mm-hmm. I, so I, I don't know how it works and I, I, I don't waste a lot of energy trying to figure it out, but I do think that uh, uh, we were conscious. We were an energy that was conscious before we were bought, born here and I believe we're, we're an energy that will remain conscious when this body ceases to work. Well, interestingly enough, the chapter actually does go into some fairly distinct detail about how it all works. So, so let me read some of the bullet points to you. It sure. says, when you came into this world, you also knew the following. Bullet one, by always reaching for the feeling of joy or well-being, you would always be moving toward that which you desire. Number two, in the process of moving toward your desires, you would experience joy. Third, in this earth plane environment, you would have sufficient leeway to mold your vibration into a pleasing position for the attraction of a wonderful life experience. Fourth, since well-being is the basis of this wonderful universe, you would have sufficient opportunity through a continual offering of thought to mold your own thoughts into pleasing life experiences. Fifth, because well-being abounds, so you felt no risk or concern about the contrasting environment into which you were moving. Next, variety would help you choose your specific life. And then your work was to direct your thoughts and that in doing so, your life would unfold, that you are an, ex- an eternal extension of source energy and that the basis of that which you are is good, that you would be able to easily allow the well-being of your origin and of your source to steadily flow through you. And then you would never get very far from your source and that you could never completely pinch yourself off from it. In fact, you would immediately you would experience immediate emotions to help you understand the direction of your thought and that your emotions would instantly tell you if you were in any moment moving toward or away from what you desired. And you would know by the way you were feeling moment by moment how much you were also uh, how much you were allowing your connection to the stream of well-being. And so you came forth into this earth experience with eager anticipation of a wonderful life. And then finally, as you also knew that there would not be an immediate manifestation of any thought so that you would have ample opportunity to mold, evaluate, decide, and enjoy the creative process. That, that's quite a bit packaged into what you knew before you got here. I believe that. It, and that, that does seem to match the, the overall thought process that I've had. And, you know, and, and it matches what I remember I, I, as, as a child, actually. And, and one of the things that I, I remember, this will sound silly to you, so bear with me just a second, but we took a trip to Denver, and I was younger. I wasn't a, a, a baby, but I was younger. And, and when we, I remember flying out to Denver thinking, I had this bizarre thought that Denver maybe may or may not exist, but they were building it for me. Or, or, <laughs> you know, and so when we arrived, I, we, there was a lot of construction going around, like always, you know, on these big area, big airports. And I right. remember thinking to myself, "Yep, they didn't get it finished in time." 
it, it was, <laughs> it, 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 you know, uh, uh, my, my son TJ, one time we walked up, we were in Orlando. We walked up to this crosswalk that had a, a button you press. Well, I pressed the button to go across the street and well, he didn't see me press the button. And so he said, this happened. He said, yep, it saw me come. The light saw me come and it turned for me. And we laughed about that. And, but as a child, there is this belief that the, the world is ours and we create our world. And then we're told that's not true. But I believe we're closer to the reality back when we were thinking we were a child. It, it is about us. It really is. It's, we yeah, create our so. world. Yeah. And it, I, it's, I, it's funny, you know, it, it, that's a lot of what this is, is, when when you're born, I think you sense that, and then and then it's almost in some people's case, literally beaten out of them that it's yeah. not about you. And the, when you back up and say, "Wait a minute, no, it it really is. It you create your world." And I can't remember where I heard saying. it. I can't remember where I heard it, but there was a, I think it was Abraham Hicks, and it was somebody. I I think it was one of the emails they send out. That's what it was. Um, I don't know if you still subscribe to the email list, but I do. One of those emails said something to the effect of parents try to mold their kids once they come into the world in order to have successful lives, but they would actually be better off if they listened to the kids. That's not Absolutely. what it said, but that was the gist of it. Yes. And yes. it makes sense because the kids have been there more, more recently than we have. They've been in, in direct contact in all ways with source energy more recently than we have. So of course they're going to have a better sense of it. Right. Right. It, it, it's the, I, I, I grasped, I completely believe that I, I heard one of my, one of the, the talks I was listening to a gentleman said, uh, what if when you die, you see that light uh, that everybody reports near death experience. He said, what mm-hmm. if that's the light of the operating or the, the delivery room? Uh, and, and I'm like, wow. Oh, wow. That's what I think that light is. This is the delivery room for your next step. And that, that's uh, whether that's true or not, I, I don't know. But it, I do know that I instinctively, as I mentioned, when I, when I, I know the pieces of this that I, I got right. I still, I'm still looking, I'm still searching. I'm still, there's still some sub areas that I'm working on, but the overall concept is completely, I'm there, there is zero debate in my mind of, mm. of the authenticity of the law of attraction. And my instincts tell me that so much like this chapter is talking about, even before we're born, we knew these basic things and, and we, we, we feel that up until three, four or five and until you're kept, you're, you're just told no, this is how you're supposed to feel. This is the reality. Well, you're 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 un you're you're being taken away from reality when you're told that. Yeah, I think that's true. You're you're, you're being disconnected. You're you're pinching off, as the the phrases in that little section I was reading. You're pinching off from the source, and you're pinching off yes. from what feels good, and you're pinching off from what is good for you. And, right. and that that pinching off is. Not good. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it is good. Pitching off, yeah. off is, is obviously where you're, you're meeting challenges and you're, you're, you're working through stuff and so forth. So that part is good. Right. But deliberately pinching yourself off just for the sake of pinching off, that's not so good. Oh, no, no, no. And, and, that's, uh, and as, we, as we discover the beauty of it is there's no way to know exactly the exact process. But you do know – like, like I do believe that so much of this feels so real and so, aha, I got it. Yes, this makes mm. sense. This is, 
yeah. this explains so much stuff to me that nothing else ever explained. And and so this I I think we come into the world with just ridiculous amount of knowledge uh, of, of, of a lot more knowledge. And then as, as we grow, there have been multiple times uh, and I don't have the um, one particular website, but there's multiple reports of children that, especially that talk real early that are Mm. are explaining the other life. And right. uh, I believe there's in Russia, some young kid took the people to his, to a murder spot that, that he claimed to be the man that was murdered and took him to where he was at. Uh, oh my. And, and, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of stuff out there to suggest that is, it, it is possible. Uh, and, and I guess that's, that's why we, uh, you know, Abraham Hicks, they're, they're so in tune. They're so, uh, I, I really, en- I just enjoy what they bring to the table so much and probably 95% of what they bring to the table. I'm just really, all over. It took me a while to get all the way in with them too, because I've always was, you know, they do get on that edge sometimes. They do, yeah, yeah. You have to kind of skate with them a little bit. Yes, but. yes. Now the rest of this chapter, they're they're starting to address some of the concerns and objections that, that people raised. I I thought it'd be fun just to to hit what the objection was, and we just address it directly instead of just you know doing what the book says. So yes. if you're game, let's go through those. Let's do first it. one. It's a quote. It says, well, if I know so much, how come I'm not successful? Huh. It's pretty much, in my opinion, that answer is pretty much what we sort of just touched on. If, if we had the chance to be successful at two months old, I think we'd be really successful. Uh, but our cognitive <laughs> abilities have not matured with the brain that we've been given. I think the reason a lot of people, we're not, we are pinched off or cut off from our source. We aren't in tune with what we're supposed to be doing, we are doing what we were told we are supposed to be doing. We're doing it in the format that's been delivered. Um, it, it's the same concept that, you know, we've talked a lot about. I have really bad, uh, that's a bad way. I have really good ADHD. I have a really great <laughs> case of it. Uh, and and I happen successful. to think, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I do really well. And I, I'm very excited about that. But uh, I, I believe I have a superpower brain. Now, I was taught with a format of teaching that could not I, – I, I thought I was uh, dumb. It was Einstein that said you can't judge a fish's intelligence by its ability to climb a tree. Uh, mm. it, it's that same, that same concept with me of, of if I would have had someone teaching my brain at the rate in the way my brain could have learned, there would have been no limits. Well, I figured that out later, and there are no limits. But I was very unsuccessful – trying to fit my, what would be square peg into the round hole of society until I figured this out. So I think the answer to the question, you do know so much, but you've forgotten the relevant piece and you're replacing it what you've been programmed with. Yeah, I agree with that. I would also come at it from a slightly different angle too. Um, One of the things that we were talking before about how uh, traditional religion didn't work really well for either one of us. One of the things that did not work well for me was the whole question of prayer uh, as it's presented within Christian churches. Uh, the question I would raise is, well, wh- why aren't prayers answered? And depending on what kind of church you went to, there were a couple different answers. But the most common one was um, prayers are always answered, but sometimes the answer is no. And that just didn't sit with me. It didn't sit well. Right. I, I mean, I understood what they were trying to say. But 
how do you have that with an all-powerful God? I mean, all-powerful God doesn't need me to behave a certain way or whatever. It's if you're all-powerful, you don't worry about stuff like that. It's not a big exactly. deal, you know. So why would why would that be a part of it? And I never really got that. Um, then when I started studying the law of attraction and, and all the the spiritual side of that. A new answer came to me. The new answer was all prayers are answered, and the answer is always yes. And that threw me for a loop for a minute, but I liked it initially, so I I stayed with it, and I realized that it was true. The reason why the prayers seem like they aren't answered is because we ask for one thing, and then we change what we're asking for without realizing it. So Mm. one moment we're saying, I want to attract a new car into my life. And then for the next five minutes, we're saying, that's never going to happen. <laughs> well, and so and that, the, the, the law of attraction says yes and yes. Yes, you yes can have the yes. new car, and yes, it will never happen. <laughs> well, I, I think and, and I think this is maybe reframing a little bit how you, you, you said it. It's exactly the same thought where we say what we want, but our behavior and thoughts are the total opposite of that. It, yes. it's, it's the, you know, I, I, I want to you know, I, I was working with a young man. If really, is finally we've we've got him over the hump. But he 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 loved the law of attraction. About the third week into it, he says, "Well, I've been really working on this, but nothing's happening." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, you know, when we walked through the process, and he and I, he says, I want to, I, I I really want a, a a high end sales job, and I really want to." I said, "Well, how many jobs have you applied to?" I said, "Well, I applied to several online." I said, "How many dealerships have you would do a high end car dealership?" How many of those dealerships have you dressed up, gone to, talked to? Well, none. Well, go do that. Go do that. Go do that. I go, well, it doesn't matter what they say. Go do it. Well, he went to the, the local uh, Mercedes dealership. They loved him, hired him on the spot. It, it, mm-hmm. it just, he, he took the action to match the, the, what he was saying. A lot of times we say we want something, but our actions and thoughts and true beliefs are the exact opposite. That's why... Why, why very few people, you know, the, the idea, well, I really want to win the lottery. Well, you don't really believe you're going to win the lottery. And, and that's right. why you're not going to win the lottery. And, and you have that's 7 right. billion people that really believe they want to win the lottery. It's, it's a sad but true fact. And the sad but true fact is that as long as people are not 100% good at staying in the space of what they are wanting in the first place, what they're desiring and not getting away from it, then they're going to get inconsistent results. That's yes. just the nature of it. Absolutely. And I, so I, I think, I think that's the answer to that one right there. I, I think so too. I think we've nailed it. So let's yes. get to the next one. Okay. I like this one. This is open-ended. Can I really count on the law of attraction? My, my, initial life coaching therapeutic answer when I asked that I would immediately say, can you count on gravity? Yes. It's the same, <laughs> the same thought. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thought. Of course you can count on it. it. It is guaranteed. It's not negotiable. It's the same thing. Uh, the, the, the application of it, it, it isn't to a, where very few people I know that have get to the place where it's this, and, and I feel I'm, I'm I'm as close to that as I've been. I, I, there's zero world of mine where I worry about, you know, finances, health. Uh, that doesn't happen, and and, and I, because I'm so convinced 
you know, like I mentioned, you know, I decided I'm going to leave one company and get back into my private practice. I don't even get a week off before I'm, it just happened. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 so it, it's just, I didn't even have to go do anything it happened. And, and that right. was a, a, a real clear indicator to me that it's, I'm so in tune with that side of it. It's going to be there. I, I, so I, I find it is the most uh, steady, most dependable thought uh, belief or whatever you want to have that I've ever encountered. It is exceptionally dependable. However, not always doing it the way you're supposed to be doing it will not always give you the results. Just like you said earlier, we, 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 that preconditioned stuff of, well, I, I, I want a new car, but no, you don't, it's not going to happen. Or it, you, it, yeah, I've often used that, that talk, thought process when I work with people, it, a person that's making $50,000 a year and comes to me and says, I want to make a million dollars a year. I tell them they can't. And they said, I thought, well, I said, well, the law of attraction doesn't say you can't. You say you can't. You don't believe yeah. you can do that. But you believe, do you believe you can take your 50 to 60? Yeah, I do that. They do that. You get, you get the 60 to the next? Yes. And then, and then next thing you know, they're going up. They get a belief. It happens. But that belief has to be true and with unnegotiable. Which mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, I, the story I told you quite a, a few times when we were doing the show, and I, I told it last week. I've, I've been telling it a lot lately, I guess. But when Louise and I moved from Virginia to Connecticut, we had no car, and we had no money for a car, and we ended up driving out of the showroom with two brand-new cars. <laughs> that I remember that. Happen. I love that story. Yeah. Remember great. that one? Yeah. yeah I, that that shouldn't happen in the guys. real world, and yet it happened. How did it happen? Right. Well, we didn't have any resistance. We didn't resist the idea right. we could drive out with two new cars. We weren't sure how that make right. it happen, but it happened. Yeah, and that that's that's the stuff to me that that it really when when you do it that way, it just becomes yeah, this this is this is it. It's going to work. It's going to work. Also, it's not going to work or the same redundant uh thoughts will bring the same, you know, if you keep if you keep believing and doing what you have been doing, you're going to keep getting what you have been getting. And it it is uh unfortunately that so many people are not raised with the law of attraction. I heard somebody the other day say they predict, and I hope this is so true, that one day manifestation, Mike Dooley said this, yeah, one day he mm. believes that this will be taught in the classroom. <laughs> what a glorious day that'll be, huh? I'll, I'll go one step further. I think the day is going to come fairly soon when it's taught in the home. That would be, yeah. It it, it was taught <laughs> in my home. I promise you that. It, it is. <laughs> we 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 we. Uh, my my son. Uh, uh, he he was really had a year full of law of attraction and changing uh, negative beliefs. It's, he's doing really well at it. That's really good. It's, it, and yeah. that's the perfect age to do it because he doesn't have all the resistances built up yet. So oh. even though he he may have been through some really rough stuff, I mean he I can only imagine, but he's probably just just changed like on a dime oh well it, it it's funny because i uh, and, and if one show goes by that you don't have to do a disclaimer with me involved we haven't done our job so get ready for the disclaimer <laughs> uh, but he came home one day and he said i was bullied today oh and i said that's a choice and yeah. he looked at me like what <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, it was a choice. I said, I said, it takes two people to bully, be bullied, one to bully and That's one right. to be bullied. And 
whoa, whoa, whoa. And we discussed all the ramifications around that. That was the last day he was bullied, so to speak. Wow. Um, and, and, but it, 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 again, that's not a political, uh, you know, you can give your disclaimer. Joel's views are not those of the show. Uh, it, just, <laughs> it is, it is, it, you know, because people are. don't want to hear. Yeah. yeah people don't want to hear that, <laughs> but it, it, it is, that is that it, it's, it's your perspective on things. You're in charge of it. You get to dictate it. And once you live that way, you and I talked in great detail. We don't have enough time to tell a story today, but about a young man, man a young man named Stephen, who was in foster mm. care, that totally turned his life around. It, it, for those that remember the story, real brief, brief story. He, he, I started working with him. It instilled a lot of law of attraction stuff. I think he was twelve or thirteen at the time. He's fourteen and a half. But he's already been adopted. He's thriving. He's he's on no medication. He's just having, he's just so excited about life. And he's a normal 14 year old too. Let's not be, you know, he's normal, uh, but has just the greatest outlook and he's with a new family. He, he's just a leader in his school. Uh, it's just a different child because he stopped believing what everybody told him was wrong with him. And he started looking at it and saying, no, I'm not that person. And, you know, he's, he's just, uh, he, one day he will, uh, uh, he will be on our show one day. So he, he loves Oh, the I'm looking forward to yeah. it also. Oh yeah. 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 I'm really looking forward to it, but it, it brings to mind uh, a very popular cliche, almost a phrase that gets used a lot these days. And that phrase is empowering children. Yes. I, I think about that phrase in the context of the law of attraction. And, and it reminds me how even the people who empower children really don't know how to do it. Right, right. Imagine, though, if they were empowered in this way. That's the thing that I keep thinking about. Imagine a whole country full of kids empowered in this way. Uh, the change rate would be absolutely off the map. It, it we, we, without, then we could, you know, we can go on a 45 minute discussion on this. We don't have the time, <laughs> but I do believe exactly what, with, with passion, I believe. We're we're a generation away from fixing all of this yeah. with this information, and the and the, the beautiful thing the younger people are the, For the ones most part, that those get of us, the easiest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the the, the people who um who who do the news who do you know all the negative stuff out there, and who are paying attention to all that even they don't necessarily realize it but it's true even in those really horrible environments there's a lot of good stuff that's happening. But you have to notice it. I mean, from my perspective right now, the, the big thing politically, right, is there's this huge gap in the country. And there's the, the right screaming at the left and the left screaming at the right. And you got the special investigators and all this other stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, all this has changed. There's a huge shift going on here. We don't necessarily know what it's going to come out at the end. But we do know it's going to be better than what we've got right now. So Absolutely. you don't have to worry about all the stuff that's going on. There's something big going on here. I I I love that one of the one of the topics subtopics in my book, the new upcoming book, Law of a Law of Action, uh, is is the chaos theory that within the chaos is what everything's going to come out. It, it so yeah, the, there, it's very chaotic right now, and that's not necessarily mm. a bad thing. It's not necessarily no. a bad thing. It, it, it will. It, it, now, you don't want to get caught up in the middle of it. And, you know, no. I find it. I, in fact, I did a Facebook post before I went. Uh, we went on the air and I, I said, um, basically, uh, fill in the blank. You know, I think it's horrible that in parentheses, 
the politician you support or don't support uh, did what he did, and then even though the politician, in parentheses, that I do support, did the same thing, it's not as bad. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's it's just, but it, it's whatever side it, it 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 it's all the same stuff. And it's the beautiful thing; it's all coming out, and it isn't about one side or the other being right. It's exposing the whole thing for what it is—a sham. It's yeah. just it's, yeah. it's very negative, and 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 that's not. I think from within that, we're going to turn around and make this happen. This is the exciting part. I believe we've been on the cusp of change for a long time, and I mm. think this is change in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. I, the, the bad kind of situation would be the one that wasn't chaotic, that wasn't shifting around, that was just static and staying that way. That, that's, that's a really yes. rough place to be because now you know you're a long way away from something major happening. When you're in the chaotic stage, you're a lot closer to, the, to that, that improvement coming through. And while we may not know exactly what manner that improvement may come in or what it will look like necessarily in advance, you can pretty much count on the fact that it's going to be improvement. I mean, for all exactly. the problems that, that mankind has experienced over the last, what, 300 years or something like that, look at how much improvement has happened despite all of that craziness. Absolutely. It's just well, mind-boggling. Well, look at our individual lives. There were times in my life where ungodly, I mean, just things that you just could not imagine happening, happening. And mm. it's horrible. How will this ever? Well, thank God they happened. They were events <laughs> making me the person I am today. They were necessary events. I don't view them as bad anymore. They, if there were traumas at one point, they're not traumas anymore. That's exciting to me. And and that, that stuff happened that molded me it turned me and and it was all it, it you know it could have gone the other way but it did it ended up here it didn't and yeah and and that's that's the way that i i look at this it's uh we need change we we look at the the concepts of the way that we're 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 it can't be sustained the way they were doing it so as bizarre as it may seem i you and i are on the same page i I'm, I'm like more chaos let's bring it let's bring it all out let's get it all out there uh, and and the, the change will come along because it, it, it's going to start being about stuff that matters at some point. And I'm really excited about that. Do we have another objection before we go? Is that a... uh, There's one last one. It, it, it's a strange one. It really ties into one of their classic examples. So we, we can do what with do with it what we want. But the objection is, but I can't get to San Diego from Phoenix. And you know what they're talking about there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because you yeah, know Abraham yeah. Hicks. But if yeah. you don't know Abraham Hicks, that sounds pretty confusing. So I don't know. Maybe we should give some sort of a setup on it. Yeah. The, it, it, it's the, you know, the, 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 the concepts of uh, – do you have a better – I don't have a good way of explaining I know them, but I don't have a good way of explaining Well, it. Well, the gist of it is if, if you were actually driving from, um, from Phoenix to San Diego, you would have a route to take. And you could get on the highway and you could start driving. Well, as Mike Dooley points out, you, you can get into your car and you can have your vision board in the back seat and you can be all psyched and visualizing where you're going and you're not going to get anywhere if you don't put the car in gear. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And then once you and put that, the that... car in gear, and then once you put the car in gear, you're supposed to drive on the highway and, and you know that there's a route you can follow that will get you there. If you just keep following that route, you will get to San Diego. So why is it then that we – assume that because you can do that even though you can't see san diego 
even though it's only something that's in your imagination. Like for you, Denver was in your imagination when you were a little kid and you were flying there. Exactly. If it's, right. if it's only in your imagination, why don't we get halfway there and stop and say, I'll never get there and turn around and go back home to Phoenix? Right. Exactly. That, 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 and that, that's the, when you apply that to life, I will never have this. It's, it's, I'm always fascinated when I see generational uh, poverty. Uh, it, it, and even despite great efforts to pull the people out of poverty, they keep revo- resorting back to poverty. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they see that as that's their answer. That's what they believe. And it, it just becomes self-fulfilling. And it, it's, you know, I've, I've witnessed miracles in people's lives where they pulled away from that. And it was a big battle. I had a young man that uh, I met at a McDonald's one time and I basically gave him some free just free sessions over the phone. He didn't even really, you know, we were just talking. He was really excited about being a manager at McDonald's. He was the first mm-hmm. person in his family to ever graduate high school. Really nice young wow. African-American kid, really great kid. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him, I said, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go to college? He said, oh, no, I'm about to be a manager at McDonald's. And he said, I want to make uh-huh. like $12 an hour. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I mean, that's good. <laughs> if you ever thought about, you're very bright. Have you thought about anything else? Long story short, he, he went to the local uh, community college, uh, where again, being from a poor uh, minority, he got basically free college, uh, and he became an X-ray technician, and wow. uh, and and so his family along this process literally they were calling me asking me what I was doing to their son uh, brother. Mm. I mean they, they they did not like this concept, and they because they didn't know anything different. You're setting right. him up for failure. You're doing this. He did very well. He met a doctor at the hospital, and uh, the, the, the doctor just fell in love with this kid. He's a great kid, great personality. So he asked him to come be his x-ray tech at his office. Instead of working at the hospital, he wow. made more money. Coming. And so he got very – again, they became very close. And about a year and a half into it, the doctor said – they considered the young man like family. He's paying for him to go to medical school. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's terrific. What a great story. Yeah. It, 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 oh. and, and, but you can't get there from the inner city, so to speak. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, but until you realize that, and his mother eventually called me and she said, you know, I don't know what to say. She said, I, I don't know why I thought you, I couldn't put into words, but my son's going to be a doctor. She said, I, I, <laughs> I was, I didn't graduate sixth grade. I didn't get out of sixth grade. And, uh, she said, I'm baffled that her, those weren't her words. She said, I, I just, I'm grateful and I'm embarrassed that I, I said, you, you just were living what you've always lived. And, uh, uh, and she took, she's going back to school to finish her high school diploma at 70 just to do it. Which oh, is awesome. good for her. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. So there, there so the, within all that, you can't get there until you can get there. And, and, there's no doubt when I, when I just, just using the, the Mike Dooley stuff, I've, I've, I'll get in my car and never, you know, I'm never doubting. I, I'm, if I'm driving to some place that I've never been, doubt I'm going there. It's just a clear path. You follow the route. If there's a detour, you go around it, you get, I think for a moment, I'll never make it to Oklahoma. You know, it's just, <laughs> you'll get there. And uh, that, there is, now the, there is the a other, significant difference. And it kind of skates over the significant difference, which is when you get on the highway going from Phoenix to San Diego, it, I mean, you have like two or three choices and you pretty much stick to that. You know, you, right. you take one and right. you just stay on that. route. Whereas in life, when you're trying to attract 
you know, a desired improvement into your life of some kind, serendipities get in the way and all kinds of craziness happens to your root. So you may not know what the root is. And that's the hard part. That you is have the hard to learn part. to trust, to, to well, trust and, that the root may not be what you thought it was, but you'll still get there. Right. And, and in my life, it's always that the, I never understood the root and it drove me crazy because I, and I had so much anxiety and I didn't, I didn't trust the ride, so to speak, for the longest time because I didn't know the path. I'm at a point now that it's not even the path is irrelevant. It's nothing, I don't care. I, just, what, it, it, <laughs> it, I have no investment in the path. It's, it's fine. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those things I've learned. It's, it's just, it's there. It's going to be there. You, 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 that piece is already sealed for me. There's, there's zero fear attached to that. Uh, still working on other areas, but that area is just, it's not a problem. And, and when you do that, it's just no different than I'm not worried about getting up tomorrow and brushing my teeth. That's just part of life now. So I'm, I, I get it. But, but that path, that not knowing the path is a very, very scary process for a long time because it, 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 it helps to, it, at least in your mind, it helps to know it. But my path was so bizarre and there, there's no way I could have comprehended it. So it, it wouldn't have helped to know it. There's no way you plot that path. No, no, I don't think there's any way to do that. It, it probably wouldn't have been as good of a journey if you had been able to. Oh, it, it yeah, it, it's just it, stuff that I thought was irrelevant or wasted time turned out to be some of the most important times. Uh, it, it just it was all necessary leading to this event, and it's still happening. I'm like I said, I'm adopting a, a, another son. Uh, I have, you know, writing another book. I, it's just one of these things, Walt, that I I I feel more energized and excited about life than I ever have, and and it continues to grow. And and there's there every every week more things present. It's it's really awesome. It's an amazing journey, and I think that's one of the things that we're hoping to uh, project with this show that you can have the journey too. And that, and that you, you just, you just start participating in life on a positive basis and the journey starts. It's not, it's not like we have to be invited, you know, well, some people yep. need to be invited, but. Right. Right. It, it, it's that it's, it's letting go of that, that fear of the direction, the fear of, of the unknown, the, you know, change is scary to some people change is scary to most people probably. Yeah. Uh, but sure. un- understanding if you don't change the stagnant nature of things will mean things just continue to stay the same. So it's exciting that it's available to us. It's very exciting. Um, we've got about a minute left. Um, the, the voice is whispering in my ear. You got a minute left. So we got to wrap it up pretty quickly. Um, I do want to remind people, if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, please do so by going to LOAToday.net. Um, we're getting more and more people doing that. So this is how you can stay tuned and it'll just feed right into your smartphone. Um, and uh, you can also find us in the Apple iTunes store in Google play. So a lot of ways to, to subscribe to us, Joel, thank you so much for joining today. It's been great. It's so awesome to talk to you again and, and, and to the audience. Thank you very much for listening. It's great to be back and we will see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.